0: What's up nerds, welcome to Arsenal X, NGR Radio's Xbox show. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me as always, that retro code, Edward Varnell
1: i'm super excited to be here everybody yes woo woo Woo!
0: Uh, also with us all the way from up north the great white north no that's canada jesse douglas hello everybody suplexing the arsenal x i don't know he was watching wrestling earlier. <laughs> Elbow
1: drop. Look, look, look his is like this. Like, he's waiting to fly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Elbow dropping the opponents.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, how's everyone doing? Everyone doing good? Awake? Yeah. Uh, I'm, yes. I'm, doing I'm good. Awesome. I'm, I'm awake, sort of. Right? I got some energy now. <laughs> I ate this Uh-oh. really stale Kit Kat. That was good. Uh, How's everyone doing? Anyone playing anything interesting? Anything good? Anything Xbox?
1: Um, I'm going to let uh, Jesse go.
2: Cause he yeah. I'm gonna later today. I'm gonna play some mayhem, some Agents of Mayhem. But I've been uh, started playing some Gears of War four nice. the other day. Nice. Yes. So,
0: Gears four. Gears... I'm getting my
2: more like getting my my butt handed to because ah, I Gears have no so idea good. what
0: I'm doing yet. Oh man, dodgeball so good! Gears of War 4 dodgeball so good. It's my favorite new mode. (laughs) Oh, so good! What is that? Dodgeball? It's where it's five. It's five v five, right? And and the obvious goal is to eliminate the opposing team. But the catch is, if you kill someone, it brings back a downed uh, teammate of yours. So if you're down, three v one. And you kill one of their opponents it brings back one of your teammates and then it's 2v2 so, oh
1: i've never heard of this mode
0: oh my gosh it was like the big multiplayer mode they were promoting with like uh like the e3 it was shown off and stuff because it's the new mode uh-huh. oh it's so good it's so good man when you're running around and it's 4v1 and all of a sudden you get a double kill and you turn the tides and now it's 4v2 oh it's so good that happened to me one time by the way in all the multiplayer matches i played in gears four
2: yeah i haven't i haven't played a whole lot of multiplayer yet i played a little bit but i was just mostly doing the story mode and i don't know what was going on i was having some issues where uh people were talking and you could see their mouths moving but there (laughs) there was no sound so i don't know what's going on if Something corrupted in the file or what? I don't know. I was gonna try to fool around with it again and see what's going on, but I don't know what was going on.
1: Uh, if I had my copy, I would have been playing with you. Too. Oh
0: man, Gears <laughs> Four is so good. Ed, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta co-op that when you're when you're up here. We gotta do something. We gotta, we gotta do yeah. something. It's gonna be oh man, ah, oh, Gears Dude, is so good. Uh, po- yeah, po- if I'm you guys. To
1: play. D- yeah. If
0: you if you
2: guys want to if you guys do it on like a day that I can I wouldn't even mind co-oping because I didn't really play much into the storyline because I was having issues with it anyways so I just kind of shut it off because I was kind of getting
0: <laughs>
2: aggravated with it.
0: Yeah, I mean sometimes sometimes gears can get like super hard in some spots. Uh, <laughs> but Jesse, tell us about Ages of Mayhem. I'm super interested in this game.
1: Yes.
2: Well, I. Uh- like I said, I haven't really played it yet, but I, like the I, I was my friend was kind of showing me some stuff today, and like they have some awesome. Uh, like when you get an achievement, you do an achievement, you get these really awesome uh, backgrounds. You know how each achievement you get your picture, right. and they have basically every almost every single background that you get through an achievement is a spoof of a famous movie like they have uh indiana jones uh ghostbusters uh goonies uh I think maybe back to the future and uh uh beauty and the beast <laughs> um they 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 just have a whole bunch of really awesome like backgrounds and they're really cool looking i like all of them I'd pick as my background
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: nice. nice nice so Nice. but that's that's all i i mean other than like you have you know a lot of different characters that you can play from and they've all kind of got their own unique styles and and uh like my from what my friend said he said it's a lot of fun and uh there there's some bugs some glitches but it's not game breaking it's not it does it didn't really uh you know make the experience bad for him so but I'm um, hopefully I'll try it try it tonight tonight and uh, I'll have a
0: little bit more on it as far as gameplay and stuff. Awesome. Yeah, because like I I I'm super interested in this game and like the reviews are all over the place. Some places are giving it fours out of four out of ten. Some places are giving it nines. Like it's weird. The reviews are all over the place, and I'm just like I want to know about this game. It's super interesting and. And, like, I wasn't even, like, really thinking about this game at all until, uh, you know, I started seeing some gameplay and, like, people were comparing it to, like, a hero shooter, but it's it's a single-player campaign, which is what I'm super interested in. And some people <laughs> were like, it's kind of like a hero shooter meets Crackdown. And I'm like, well, since Crackdown got delayed, I kind of want a Crackdown game. So, uh, yeah, super interested in, in Aiden's some Mayhem.
2: Yeah, and I've I've seen some people like that have given reviews that said they weren't even really a super big fan of like the Saints Row franchise really at all, but they were interested in this and yeah. and you know thought it looked cool. So I think I think that's the nice thing about it is they didn't really go too hard on the you know like promoting it through Saints Row, and you know some people just kind of just thought you know I'll give it a try. But I mean, like, uh, like I've said before, it's, it's kind of technically, it's supposed to almost be like a, it's almost like a prequel. It's, it's technically before Saints Row, the gang was formed, I guess. Uh-huh. He They rewound time, went back in time, and according to the end of the last Saints Row game. And now it's starting before Saints Row exists, you know, technically, I guess, is how it's uh, basically set up
0: nice nice oh. uh i've never I, I i played a little bit of uh four saints no saints row three and it oh. was it was okay but like i never really got into uh i never really got into saints row sorry i got i got distracted yeah. for something And we're going to talk about on pal block tomorrow i'm super interested uh <laughs> I mean, let me tell you. It's remember, remember what we talked about when we were talking about Xenoblade. Uh, Xenoblade developers were hiring.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, there's more evidence of that, so we're gonna have to talk about that when we record Power Block tomorrow. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I've been playing. Oh, I man, I always want to like try to keep things the things I've been playing that uh, relate to Xbox players. So I played a little bit of Sonic Mania this week. It's Sonic. It's it's everything you love and hate about Sonic. But like the cool thing, uh, I only played the first three zones, the first two zones, and the first the first uh, zone, like Green Green Hill Zone. The first act is like straight up Sonic One Green Hill Zone. You know, it's like it's like I think it's like the first two acts of of Sonic One spliced together uh and then the second zone the second act is like a remix version of everything so like it's a whole new level for green hill zone it's really awesome and like the care that they took putting this game together because this is like this is the game fans wanted you know and like all the easter eggs yes. and all the secrets and stuff uh you know we we kind of talk about it uh, in-depth with with Larry on World 1-1 One One podcast, but uh, you know, it's it's a Sonic game, and it is a Genesis Sonic game to the T. It is really cool. I I like the in-jokes for the Ann Knuckles uh, inside joke for Sonic fans. I like the fact that you can play as just Sonic, uh, because Sonic 1 and Sonic CD are my favorite Sonic games. Uh, you know, I don't have Tails following me, I don't have the <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles <laughs> Mega Cart to play Sonic Three and Knuckles. Uh, so, you know, I I like that that pure Sonic experience, and I like that they they give it to me. And I I'll go back and play as Tails and and Knuckles because you can climb the walls, you can fly, you can do everything that those characters can do. But like, I I like that pure Sonic uh, experience. So, uh, that's kind of what I've been playing in terms of what's out on Xbox, but. Uh, i've been playing i'm i'm 15 trophies away from platinuming horizon so that's kind of where my my brain has been and my my gaming has been and i want to try to get it done i I don't know when but i want to try to get it done before i go on vacation next week (laughs) so uh i don't know when or how i'm gonna do it but it's gonna happen so uh ed what are you been playing
1: um Uh, i'm going to do also do the same try to keep it xbox related um devil may cry dMC uh play a little bit of that um Gears of War four uh still doing a hardcore mode uh getting uh some stuff done with that uh hopefully i hook up with you jesse we'll run through the story mode uh and i'll, I'll go your difficulty because i beat it already so i'm really to i'm ready to run the game with a co-op to get those achievements, but also to help you also meet it, and probably like podcast to talk about it also um, but I've been working more on Mass Effect Andromeda um, getting uh, further into that game uh, I thought I was done with it but there's still more story content that I got to get through, so uh, there's more planets that open, some more side missions that opened up uh, so uh, I'm kind of enjoying it a little bit still making my way through got all the planets and stuff scanned. Um, and it, it's kind of sad how that game got treated um, I, it could have been better uh, and I know someone did a, a, a page or a picture where they were just like 250 250 million people working on the game or who uh whoever and they show uh mass effect Andromeda with the bad facial animations and then it were just like 20 people working on a triple a or double a title from uh ninja theory they show hellblade uh and it's just like you can see literally the difference between it to be like wow that's that's what that may be shady but yeah that I can understand that. Uh, So, uh, but that's what I've been playing. uh,
0: The thing, though, the thing between uh, Mass Effect and Hellblade, though, is like I understand. Like Mass Effect is this huge, big budget game, and they need like it's powered by EA and Frostbite and Ninja Theory's like this twenty man team. But like Mass Effect is an excruciatingly huge RPG with multiple worlds, whereas Hellblade is a six-hour experience, linear experience, and you're done. Like, they can... And not as many enemies on screen at a time, not as much math going on in the background. Like, I'm not saying... I'm not giving Mass Effect the excuse, like, I think that game should have looked better, but, like, Ninja Theory has the, the experimental technology and the you know the prowess to pump all of their resources into graphics. You know because there's only two or three or four characters on screen at a time. You know the the world isn't very big compared to what Mass Effect is like. Mm-hmm. You know people, a lot of people don't understand. <laughs> like, if you're the bigger the game, like you look at The Witcher and people, like you know that game looks good, but it doesn't look as good as something like. You know, it doesn't that doesn't look as good as Hellblade either or you know, the the only huge world that I've ever seen that looks amazing is Metal Gear, and that's because Kojima is like a ridiculous like his team is always pushing stuff. But like you know, a team that, that's trying to make a game as big as Mass Effect, that game is not gonna look nearly as good as something like Hellblade just based on the fact that the game is so huge. So.
1: You're right, well, plus, and plus, oh, go ahead.
2: Uh, I was Jesse. gonna say, and, and that's where you, you know, like it. People complain, you know, and I'm and I understand. I mean, that's fine if someone wants to be upset at, at the uh, outcome, but like when you get an open world game, you can just basically uh, plan on it having issues because you know there's just so much stuff to to try to check on. You, you know, I don't know how someone could possibly. You know find every issue and fix it in a massive open world game like that so that's why like i i've kind of i kind of give those kind of games passes where they want to make this big gigantic world and it's gonna have some issues i mean you can just basically expect it to happen
1: well a, a lot of people and me and corey even discussed this if we talked about the engine the dice engine um, yeah with Bioware and we we kind of feel like that they didn't get trained well that uh, for yeah frostbite that uh, yeah. we felt like Bioware didn't get trained well in frostbite and so they had to kind of you know put a project together to make a game where dice has been using frostbite for all their battlefield games so they have that experience and it looked like EA didn't uh, really teach them where Ninja Theory even if whatever engine that they got they'll, they'll lose but they know how to make a game with their independence like they can make anything look very stunning you know they do. They research. They use. They know that they gotta use certain technology to get that kind of feel, to get that look and that style. Like if, even if you look at Enslave or you're looking at heavenly Store or even DMC Never May Cry, like they're three past games. You can see how much effort and how much study and care they put into it, and knowing how to get an engine to run right. You know. Well, and I think uh, was it uh, was Hellblade using uh, Unreal?
0: No, they were using their own proprietary engine. Oh,
1: I so think. they have their own proprietary. Yeah, engine. because all okay.
0: that, all the facial animation, the facial capture stuff, is all is all pri- proprietary tech. Which that's what they were trying to do for this game was experiment with their new tech, which uh-huh. is what a lot of the technology behind this game was about was like. Their proprietary tech their new engine their new way of facial capture uh you know their new way of mocapping stuff uh that during the when game informer had hellblade on the cover uh that whole month they did a whole bunch of of uh, vidocs and like they they went in and, and learned how the capture was made like done learned how the capture was done uh just it was it was pretty cool like if you if you want some cool behind the scenes footage you should check out ninja theory's youtube page because it's it's pretty solid pretty good okay. stuff have but to yeah. check that out anyways sorry i didn't mean to like <laughs> go off but that stuff is super impressive
1: yes i like developer stuff like that
0: yeah yeah for sure so uh but yeah, uh, Ed. Yes. What do we got? We finally have some Xbox news from yes, Gamescom.
1: Yes, we have. Uh, we, for Gamescom, yes, we do have news from gamescom it was like only about an hour and if for all you xbox players if you are planning to watch more of gamescom throughout this week do hop on mixer on your xbox one you have chances to win prizes you can look up uh their website and or just check uh mixer on xbox one at certain times and you have a chance to win those prizes uh but Uh, they kind of did an hour brief showcase of um, of Microsoft uh, upcoming games and announcements for Gamescom, so they started everything off with Assassin's Creed Origins their uh, new trailer or Origins Uh, I keep saying Origins (laughs) Origins uh, new trailer, Um, it has some music in it, they do it's all CGI, so you guys can get an idea of what they're going for with that uh, after that they went to Unknown's Battleground. The release is coming to their games preview uh, Before they release the final game. Uh, they didn't give it a window on when it's going to be released So I'm assuming November 7th is going to be That release date and then uh, later on down the line the actual game is going to come out when it comes out for PC also uh moving on from that they did introduce a world premiere for a new game jurassic world evolutions which is coming in summer of 2018. um it's a sim game where you'll be able to make your own jurassic park with animals uh and uh, and you know kind of like a theme park in know in a sense so that's coming next year uh after that and we'll probably have a discussion about this uh, record definitive edition uh would be out august 29th for 1999 those who owned the game previously uh you would get that dlc free um uh, so you'll get the new land and the new fifth robot that was supposed to come out when the game shipped, but it took almost uh, what a year or year or two if you yeah, uh, kind of almost feel like it, yeah it's been a while so uh With this definitive edition, it will be 4K and UHD, so it will be updated. Uh, Any problems that were uh, that came in the original one should be fixed and patched, so you shouldn't have no problems with this uh, definitive edition. Uh, I am going to be looking at reviews for it, and if things work out, I'll probably also pick it up so I could get an idea of how all of this looks. So um, I know I sent you a message, Jesse, that I was upset when I first read it, uh, because it felt like this Definitive Edition was going to have this DLC, and the old version weren't going. No, if you had it, you weren't going to get it. But they announced that they they were going to get it. So, But how did you guys feel about this record Definitive Edition? Uh,
0: with this DLC. Nice. Yeah, I don't I didn't well, play I didn't play Record when it came out, but like this this was leaked probably like 6 months ago from a ratings board in like some I don't know what country's rating board. It was really really says, but like everything that came out about like hey, there's another robot uh missing, there's parts of the world that you can't get to without this unless you like jump around and do some stuff like you know i i think the concept of this game is super cool it really has a cool vibe to it you know you you change the core out in the robot you use different robots to do different stuff i want to. i think i might finally check this game out now now that it's done <laughs> you know
2: yeah i was kind of thinking the same thing too i you know, it, I, cause I was a, I was interested in getting it originally, but I just kind of never did, I guess. But I, I kind of, I guess I'm kind of glad maybe that I waited. But there's a couple of games out there that, though, that I've been looking at. I talked to you Ad, the other day about that one, the Surge or whatever. Uh huh. That, that looked yes. interesting too. There's just a couple of games out there that I, that look interesting enough to pick up, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I think that's one of them that I probably will eventually get.
1: Well, in the original box box of record, you can't see that fifth robot in the background. So it was on the original box, but it just never came. Um, I, like I said, I, I'm kind of am interested. I kind of do want to pick it up, uh, and just have both versions because this new box art and everything. Um, I did pick it, like I said, I did pick up the game. Uh, I experienced the problems that everybody was talking about, like the long, load times. Um, the, some of the stuttering that the game had. Uh, and some, uh, at some places, it felt kind of empty as a world. So, it was just like, okay, this world's supposed to be overrun by robots and stuff, but it just feels empty. Um, so, hopefully they fixed it. Uh, we shall, like, We'll see how it goes. Um, I hope people do pick it up. I hope people decide to give it a try um, if they're uh, interested. Um well, you we'll... said
2: I was going to just say you said it was twenty, but it's going to come out for twenty
0: bucks, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. and that's not a bad price at that's all. Crazy yeah. twenty bucks. I, I mean, it, it was released at forty, and like you would think, like a definitive edition would still be forty, but like.
1: Well, the the new, the previous version it was still in store, so it's and they now just dropped it in 19.99. But that old version they kept having sales on it almost every other week. Yeah. So uh, they were dropping it from 39.99 to like 20 bucks. Like, it wasn't selling. And this is a game mm-hmm. from Kenji Fune and amateur. Some of the old X uh, retro games uh developers so i kind of wonder uh did they come together to make this definitive edition or did a new studio come in and do it and help them out um i i kind of want to see how this all came about so yeah but Hmm. uh moving on uh they got a list of enhanced games that's gonna be uh, coming to Xbox One X. You guys can go to majornelson.com and check that out. Uh, they showed a little bit more of Forza Motorsport 7. Um, it is coming to Windows 10 and uh, Xbox One on October 3rd. Uh, I believe you will be able to do crossplay. Um, it was it wasn't announced or anything, but this will be the first Forza game coming out to PC. So, guys, if you're up into uh, the Forza series and you want to play it on your PC on the go, uh, check it out. So, um, they moved on to State of Decay 2, kind of showed a trailer about that. Uh, Xbox Lab, uh, or Xbox Design Lab, is being expensive to other countries. So, you guys will be able to also custom make your own controller. Uh, really cool. Uh, I still want to design one and kind of or design like two of them and kind of have them just for me and show them off, and just get more, uh, more experience. Uh, then showed a little bit of Sea of Thieves. Um, they announced that the new xbox one s minecraft bundle uh, they have a new controller um, it will be three ninety nine ninety nine. dollars if you want separate controllers though of minecraft it is $74.99 they have the light green one pixelated and then they have a pink one pixelated i think the pink one is like representation of the pig and like the green is like for the buildings uh, it, it is one terabyte so you guys can check that out um, they didn't give a release date, um, but it's probably out there. Um, I just haven't seen the release date for it. Uh, uh, then they went on and announced a little bit more of Cuphead. coming out September 29th. I'm still wondering if they're doing a physical copy or it's just going to be digital only. Uh, I know for me, if I can get a physical, I'll go ahead and double dip and get a physical and... Uh, But other than that, um, I am going to do digital for this game because I kind of want to play it. Uh, Since it's going to also be on Windows 10, I'll be able to download it to my computer and play it on the go. Um, Last but not least, uh, Surviving Mars is a new Sim Planet exploratory game. Uh, That's coming in 2018. And they did announce the pre-sale day, which is actually when you guys see this, uh, you probably already pre-sale. Uh, got your got your a pre-sale, or if they're still available, you can run out and get it. Uh, Xbox One X Project Scorpio Edition is available now for pre-sale. So what this one is is that it is the regular Xbox One X um, all black. But they have on it uh, a custom Project Scorpio on the controller and on part of the system. So it's that limited edition that you can get. Uh, it is $499.99. Uh, I only see like Amazon uh, take the pre orders. I don't know if you can go into stores yet, but GameStop do have that same one with the Elite controller for 599 dollars And I don't believe a game comes with it. So yeah. But that was gamescom from a microsoft perspective nice uh,
0: nice yeah i i'm a little surprised they didn't show more i was really expecting a tomb raider announcement
1: yeah <laughs> a, a, a lot of people were disappointed uh with this i know people just on Twitch was trolling and being upset and I I like to be positive uh, about it. I didn't have no problem. I thought it was okay. It's still better than the PS4 Pro reveal that that was just a disaster, (laughs) but uh, this one I mean they show two new games the Jurassic World uh, Evolution and the Surviving Mars. Um, I will say I kind of wanted everybody's t-shirts and shirts there. Uh, and Phil Spencer didn't show up, so that was kind of weird. I I think it would have been better if he would have gave that Xbox One X uh, announcement than Major Nelson, because uh, they just did a video with Major Nelson and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, Well, like,
0: Gamescom, Gamescom's more of a consumer show, though, than, like, E3. So, yeah. like, I don't... And, like, nobody else is really doing press conferences I know Nintendo's doing a couple streams this week uh, for Mario and uh, Samus Returns Uh, but you know it's not really it's not the press conference heavy stuff like E3 usually is or Tokyo Game Show so like I don't know if Microsoft would waste the resources to send people out there just for some kind of basic announcements like this Plus plus they have like a European branch over there and so I don't know it's weird but like i i don't know i don't think they would send re- like waste the resources to send people over there
1: yeah so um you guys should be able to check it out if you missed it um it, like i said it, it was only an hour um i had my snacks and stuff ready to watch it and take notes so, and I normally do that with a lot of press conferences, even with the, uh, the Nintendo Direct. I like I get snacks and stuff ready because kind of want to see what what they're going to be showing and what they're going to be talking about if I'm able to see it. Now I don't normally do it for that one item direct, but I still take notes and be ready to see it. So, and no, during the
2: when they had the Sea of Thieves stuff going on, I kind of was I wasn't able to watch it completely. Did they show anything new? or they um, just basically
1: they just talked about the game a little oh, okay. bit and, okay, uh, uh, it was kind of really quick they didn't really have anyone from Rare or anything okay. stop by and talk about it it was okay. just like a trailer and that was it so oh, okay. if they, if, that's if it kind was of a, a bummer yeah, uh, yeah all I know is that that's coming next year I thought it was coming to the end of this year I didn't know that they delayed it did they was there an announcement um, for a delay? Because I, I thought it was coming out before Skull and Crossbone, or Skull and Bones.
2: I think
0: uh, it was. I uh, don't know. I can't remember right now. I see if these I, is coming I, out before Skull and Bones? Is that what? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's coming out before. I think they said like February or March, probably. It yeah. says Q1, yeah, I think, whatever Q1 yeah, means. I think
2: it was. I think yeah, I think it was coming sometime in uh March or something because I thought yeah. because uh, like state, thought
0: I... state of decay is probably February, right, and then see if these is March and crackdown'll probably be April, I'm assuming now that it that was delayed,
1: which I probably yeah. would ask you guys like uh a question later on in the show about that because um yeah, we'll get to that part a little bit later. Yeah. I'll ask you guys that. Yeah. Um, okay. What else we got, Ed? We got a lot of lots of news, but we're going to keep it to uh, four stories for you guys. Guess what? Okami, what? Dude, Okami HD is coming, yes, to PS4, but it's also coming down to Xbox One. Um, it seems that this one... It's not going to be a port, so, uh, you, I mean, that you could, like, a remaster edition. Um, it's going to be just a regular HD stuff that you could play. Um, it's going to be coming around Christmas release, so you guys will be able to see it and play it. and december i must say this i'm so happy that this game is coming out um i really i'm i was debating on getting it on playstation 4 but i think i'm going to get it on xbox one uh only because i own uh the regular version of ps2 i own the original or the hd on playstation 3 and and I kind of want this on my Xbox, so I am going to pick it up on Xbox. They didn't give a price for it yet, but Okami HD, for those who don't know, uh, came from Clover Studios, where uh, uh, Kamiya used to work at um, before it it turned into Platinum and uh, Konami shut them down. Um, It's a 40-plus hour hour adventure game in the style of Zelda. the artwork is really, it's just literally beautiful and seeing it in hd oh it's phenomenal it's they clear up clean up a lot of stuff and by them cleaning it up you would think that it was an hd game when it, when it came out uh but uh, very fun very funny uh but yeah, Okami HD coming out to Xbox One, so Capcom is still supporting Microsoft, so that's a good sign.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll de- I'm definitely going to be getting Okami HD. I love Okami so much. I was like, I know this isn't, and I know we're probably talking about some- this on PAL Block, but like, I'm kind of surprised it's not coming to s- Switch. Uh, but like, at the same time, I can't wait to play this game again. I played it originally on PS2. I have it on PS3 but like didn't play it just because there's a lot of other things to, to be doing at the time but like I'm ready to I'm ready to get back in there I'm ready to ready to Okami it up. Yes.
1: Um Jesse, have you ever tried Okami? or no, I heard of it. I,
2: yeah, yeah, I I know I know it. I've I've heard of it. I've seen like stuff, you know, from it before, but I've never actually gotten a chance to play it at all.
0: Just uh, set aside some time for that opening cutscene. It's like twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but do take in the do take in the uh, the riding and the fight scenes and stuff and the adventure. It's a long game, and hopefully they got achievements to this and trophies. Cause uh, definitely for me, if they got achievements, I'm going to try to hundred percent that uh, with that get that thousand points for it on Xbox.
2: Speaking of achievements, when are they supposed to be rolling out that new stuff like the,
0: with the whole achievement thing? I forget. Oh, like the changes to the uh, yeah, um, prob- to your I think, scores and stuff. I think they said they're gonna roll it out with uh, the new the, update. The, the new update with like the new avatar system and everything. Okay. I think that's what they're okay. aiming for. I think that's what they said. Okay. So.
2: Yeah, that that sounds right because I think uh, I was uh, thinking I wonder if they're going to start adding like they did on 360 where you had the ability, you know, like when you would do an achievement, you would get stuff for your avatar and things like that.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. I I like spending real money on my Captain America shield and my Halo Warthog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I kind of would love to have the spinning wheel on my back for my avatar. I gotta actually put up my avatar. Um my my Xbox One has a different character has a different thing on it. I kinda wanna show my avatar off. So <laughs> yeah. but we have more crazy news. So uh the Crazy news <laughs> the coalition with Fed uh, <laughs> the coalition uh, uh, has a shorter more intense version of Horde more for games of War 4 it's dubbed Horde Frizzy Um, it it has 25 ways long which is half the normal lift of the 50 ways with bosses appearing every 5 ways it's still a time commitment, and the developers are clocking Frenzy Run at 60 to 90 minutes. Um, but they say it's much more approachable than the standard version. Um, uh, Horror Frenzy will be playable on uh, Avalanche, die and Forge Blitz to start. And with normal Iron Man, the instant difficulty options available. So you guys who want to check that out, you can go ahead. Uh, it's a, it should be out now, so... Uh, yeah. Nice, but go get uh, it, <laughs> uh, J- Jesse. We'll we'll probably have to try it out and give it a run, because uh, I want to see what you think about it. Um, I I did for, for, the regular horror mode maybe twice, um, and that was it. I've never uh, played it after that, so so
2: yeah, I've got lots to do on it. <laughs>
1: So, uh but in sad news, uh, Crackdown 3 is will not be coming out November 7th. It has been pushed back to spring 2018. Uh, Polygon broke out the news uh, after Shannon Loftus gave this, uh, you know, gave this announcement to her. She says, "We're very excited about Crackdown 3, and so many fans, and so." Uh, and so are many fans, And so it's difficult call, uh, It's a difficult call to move the release date. However, we want to make sure to deliver the right game with the right quality and at the right time. Crackdown 3 is a hugely ambitious game, and we want to ensure we deliver the right experiences all the way through every part of the game. Whether that's campaign, co-op multiplayer, or our competitive multi-mode, Wrecking Zone getting the balance right between the three modes is important and we are going to take the extra development time to assure that. Gamers can expect Crackdown 3 in spring of 2018. And this is kind of coming off the hedges that they showed the video of Crackdown 3 and it was running in a very bad state. So I think because of that video they delayed it and decided to work more on it.
0: Yeah. I mean that's... I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Like so many people <laughs> the thing that bothers me though is like so many people when they showed that game at E3 was like man this game looks bad this game looks bad like it does not look like it should be running on Xbox One X it looks like an early Xbox 360 game and then those same people turn around and complain when it gets delayed so they can make it better like <laughs> make up your mind yeah. figure it out yeah you can't have both yeah like okay they're delaying a game like i understand Xbox needs games for the act to this fall like forts is really their only game in re, the recore uh definitive edition in cuphead but like if you're gonna sit there and complain that a game looks bad and then you turn around and complain uh, two months later that they delayed the game like what is your what's your problem <laughs> Uh, i I hate cory
2: people don't they don't (sighs) cancel games and delay them anymore that doesn't
0: happen ever (laughs) i hate i hate this like like i i want to keep like i always want to say i want to keep the ngr stuff like super positive about stuff but like and like i'm trying to defend the xbox here like they want they understand like they're kind of behind in this in this race and like they need to put out a, a quality game for people to latch on to, right? And like that's what they're yeah. doing. They're delaying a game to make it better, and the same people who are complaining that it looked bad are complaining and it's just uh yeah.
1: gives me a headache. Well, th- th- I hate this, the internet. This, this is the crazy yeah. thing about it, is that if they didn't delay this game and it came out in a bad state, everybody would have made fun of yeah. Everybody would have. Everybody yeah. would have just been writing off and be like, "Do not get this. Do not get this game." You know, Xbox is not doing this stuff. Now that the delay, they delayed it. People are still complaining because they're gonna be like, "Well, what's gonna justify me getting an Xbox or what games now can I look forward to for my Xbox one?
0: You know what game? You know what game's gonna be their game this fall is PUBG. Yeah, it's gonna be Forza and PUBG and Cuphead. There you go. That's your lineup this fall. Yeah. You don't need anything yeah. else.
1: And people plus Destiny, and people... plus
0: Battlefront, plus uh, FIFA that other
1: 18. One. Yeah, that one. Like, like FIFA 18 and Madden 18 or Assassin's Madden 18, Creed, 18,
0: that's Wolfenstein. Movie. Like it's all there. Like, yeah. Eat. Well, right. not. Not to
2: mention, they're trying to dedicate some time to try to uh, make sure that all their games go over smoothly with the update. You know, the four K update, and
1: right, right. Know, they're
2: trying to do more, more of that stuff. They want to make sure that's ready, and right. They you know just they, they've got, games they've got a whole bunch of things update. they got to do. Yeah. So there's a lot that they've got to worry about and make sure it goes smooth. You know, leading up to all the other games coming out. So I mean, it's. Yeah, people are complaining and it's it's just a lose lose situation unfortunately that Xbox is in and, and all you can do is just ignore it basically. I mean
1: But you know but you know, I what
2: th- else do you want? I mean they're <laughs> they're doing what they can.
1: I think it's adult males who feel like why why should I care? Is this gonna justify my purchase? Yeah. You know, I think People, like like kids, and maybe some teenagers, I don't think they're the ones that's really complaining that you expect that they would. This is really more of as adult dads or brothers or just males in general, and maybe some females too. Like, these are adults who are complaining about it. Well, guess what? If you want a great experience from a game that you've been anticipating or you've been ready to check out, getting a delay for it is going to just you might be disappointed that they're not that delay but if they're saying that we want to make this game better don't forget they did not make Assassin's creed unity better if you want stuff like that and you feel like you just want a game that's going to just be bad and they just patch it and you feel like games like that justify your purchase on it you might want to rethink about the video game industry as and as, and that as a hobby. Because even with four patches and you're still having problems, do you want that to be is you want do you want games to come out and be that in your library? Because then you're gonna start complaining about, well, game companies shouldn't have no delays, just bring what we want out. And if you're paying sixty bucks or whatever for these buggy, need to be patched games, and they're from AAA, you're going to complain worse. That's going to make you not want to support that uh, that company. Well, you're not going to want to support video games in general.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I have a feeling. I have a feeling a lot of the people too that are complaining never never planned on getting an Xbox in the first place, anyways. Yeah. You know, it's... like, because, cause, I mean, you didn't hear this kind of complaining that quickly from, uh, like, all the people that planned on getting the new South Park game. And, you know, there's so many games that have been delayed to try to make them better. And you don't, it's just, it seems like whatever F- Xbox does something, it's always 10 times worse than anything else. It well, always comes out, you know, always it... comes off that way.
1: And for and even for the Sony for the Sony players, none of y'all complained that Horizon got delayed about tw- two times or three times. None of y'all complained that Uncharted got delayed. None of y'all complained when Bloodborne got delayed. And look how those games turned out. So yeah. you got to give Crackdown three that delay. They want to make it better so that when you pick it up, it that delay justified. They get breath of the yeah. wild. You know, yeah. that's probably been in the delay for what? Almost two extra years? And, well, then... see, and oh go ahead, Jesse.
2: I was gonna say, and that's the thing, is you you know, like you can tell the the games that have been delayed and you hear about that happening all the time where a company is rushing someone to get something out there, and if you rush someone to get something out there, it almost never turns out the way that it's meant to turn out. And I'd read have them delay something and make sure that they're making a good product and not just giving us half of a game you know it's uh, i don't know why people complain about that you want something better you don't want you don't want a half ton game
1: <laughs> right and, i mean yes you're going to have to wait for that game but i would rather wait for that game i waited for zelda for two whole years when they showed the original trailer, I was just like, I I'm, I was surprised on, you know, what they planned to get out on that year. But that Anuma came out, did a video, bowed down, and said that they had to delay the game. And, you know, they when they announced that it was coming for a Switch, I'm like, okay, that's filled. I, I understand. I still want that Zelda game that you guys, you know, got in the making because I'm a huge Zelda friend. Look what we got. Not only did that delay make that game what it is today, it kind of changed open world games. It kind of made people say, "I want to climb everything that I can," and if it has that limited stamina bar, if you give me the option to extend it, I'm fine with it. Yeah. You well,
2: and what? they probably they were probably in that situation too. Like, I think that 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 Xbox might be in where. They want to make these games be able to work on the older Xbox, but they also want it to be better on the newer one. And with the Zelda game, if they would have made it too early, it probably wouldn't have been as good and it wouldn't have been as as good of a, a game to have for the Switch. So they were kind of in that situation where they knew they were going to have new hardware coming out. You know, pretty soon in in the future, and so why don't we wait and make sure that we can make everything work perfectly, and then be able to have a good game that will, you know, a solid game that we'll be able to put on the new hardware as well. I mean, because you know, I could see getting stuck as a company in kind of that that area where if you plan on new hardware coming out. You kind of want to make sure that it, it's gonna work well to, enough that you can possibly have it on both of those, you know, both hardware. But right. I mean, no, it's hard to say. But
1: I, I feel like companies need time to do a thorough polish on these games. They're spending the money, and for some people, if you just like, well, that delayed it, so I'm not gonna buy it that's not a good reason that's that doesn't do well for you as a gamer guess what yes you still have that choice not to buy it but there's tons of other games that's going to fill that void that's going to be uh that's going to be breathable for you to play because what happens if crackdown 3 comes out and you know it is good or stuff like that when it came out but let's just say For some unknown reason, Mario Odyssey got pushed back, and it released on the day that Crackdown 3 comes out. Don't you know that Crackdown 3 is going to get beat by Mario Odyssey?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, a good, you know, another another good example of a game that didn't get delayed, and you know, now that franchise has a has just like a negative stigma attached to it. Mass Effect Andromeda, Mm -hmm. yeah, a game that should have been delayed probably by about a year and you know mass effect fans would have waited because like mass people love that series i love mass effect and i couldn't get through andromeda and like that's not it's because ea had to stick to a a schedule had to stick to a financial thing and like that ruined mass effect not just the game not just mass effect andromeda but it ruined any chance for a sequel in the franchise and like You know, EA's not going to worry about it now because they have the Star Wars license, they have their sports games, they have, you know, the EA Originals, they have Plants vs. Zombies, they have all these other things that they can go in different directions, and now they have Anthem. You know, they're not going to go back to, they're not going to have a third sci-fi epic space game. You know, they've got Star Wars and they've got Anthem. They're not going to waste time on a Mass Effect, on a franchise that now has has negative attention towards it. Yeah. Right. And I X and Microsoft doesn't want that, you know. Microsoft uh, Crackdown like, Crackdown's not nearly as big as a franchise as Mass Effect, but you can be sure that like the the Xbox faithful love Crackdown. Like I thought Crackdown One was a good game. You know, I bought I bought it for the Halo Three beta, and turns out Crackdown was a pretty good game. You yeah. <laughs> so.
1: I mean, and I understand for some people they felt burnt from two uh but you know with 3 they want to make it up to you guys. They want to make it up to the fan base who 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 were let down from part 2. They want to right that wrong and we got to give them that time. So,
0: yeah. Um yeah, I mean I'm I'm all for the delay just because there's so much to play this fall anyway, not just on Xbox, but you know Nintendo has a major release every month for the rest of the year. Sometimes too. You know, PlayStation has Uncharted and, and NAC2 and, you know, we've got all kinds of third-party games to play on Xbox. we got Forza, we've got you know third-party games like Assassin's Creed, Wolfenstein, uh, Star Wars, Destiny, you know, like, those games are going to be taking up my time and by the time Crackdown right. comes out, you know, I'm going to be ready because I've, I'm going to go through this fall's games and you know, and I'll right. be ready for crackdown.
1: Plus, they plus there's also indie games. You know, they Microsoft is in the mind frame right now of getting Xbox One X that release ready to go. You know, they don't want to have supply problems. They don't they don't want to have chip shortages and stuff like that. They want things ready to go. So when it rolls out you guys have a good selection of games to buy. Um, the updates and stuff are ready to go. Uh, you know, for those who are going to be picking up PUBG, you know, maybe that crossplay if they ever announce it and it happens, they want that to go on day one. They want stuff to run smoothly. And if Crackdown 3 wasn't up to snuff to, for that launch date, then they They're not going to take that risk. They're going to delay it because they want to make sure that that game is right. So, uh, but last but not least. Oh, Corey, you got anything? No. You got anything? No. No.
0: Just a yawn. Uh,
1: Last but not least, least, the burnout-inspired Danger Zone um, from Three Fields Entertainment is following up their distributors, which is uh, the follow-up to their destructive golf game, Dangerous Golf, is coming out to Xbox One. You guys can check out a video for it. It it looks really cool, uh, what I see. So, yeah, that game is coming out to Xbox One. They didn't give a release date. Uh, but it is coming. So you guys, if you're if you're missing some burnout action, uh, check it out. Which reminds me, why haven't EAs still haven't talked about uh, Need for Speed rivals yet?
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe they're just yeah. Like... There's
2: a there's a lot of stuff that's been kind of quiet just on on every.
0: I mean, EA is on supposed every to have, level. EA is supposed to have a conference this week, right? Maybe they'll mention yeah. It so like maybe by the time this episode comes out they'll be they'll have already talked about it but i don't know i yeah i don't know i mean maybe maybe they're thinking about pushing it because they don't want need for speed to come out in the wake of forza and gran turismo this fall so maybe they're maybe they're trying to figure out the numbers and see if it's worth releasing it because they i think maybe ea learned maybe (laughs) Maybe EA learned a lesson from releasing Titanfall between (laughs) Battlefield and uh, Call of Duty last year. (laughs) So maybe they don't want the same thing to happen to uh, Need for Speed with Gran Turismo and uh, Forza.
1: Forza. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, that is the news. Uh, So uh, Corey, are you ready for the next section or anything? yeah Uh, yeah that i was going to ask you guys yeah or did you have anything planned or anything no i
0: you know i didn't i really didn't have anything and you know this weekend's been i i put my faith (laughs) in you a lot more than i should and you know you 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 just (laughs) you go ahead
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so um even though we had a uh uh, discussion about the delay of Crackdown Three. What I want to ask you guys is that: uh, Do you think uh, for Microsoft to really push this in the beginning is to help their uh, catalog of games for 2018? Um, Sony has been doing it with a lot of their games, moving a lot of their stuff to 2018. Because we, I, I personally as a PlayStation owner. Besides, like Uncharted and NAC2, uh and maybe some indie games, but like we, as for AAA and uh, Horizon, the uh, DLC, like those three.
0: Well, and Gran Turismo, I think it? they're banking a lot on Gran Turismo. To be honest, this fall. Well, Gran,
1: Tur- Gran Turismo is going to get destroyed by Forza, Forza, Forza is too strong Yeah, but Forza, property I mean, for um, people who don't, instance.
0: people who don't own Xboxes, they're going to be getting Gran Turismo. Uh... plus like Gran Turismo is more of a hardcore racing I think a lot I think Forza is more of the simulation racing game for casual racing fans whereas Gran Turismo Mm. is the sim racer for the hardcore racing fans like I mean you can do a lot of that stuff in Forza too but it's more (laughs) it's tuning your car in forts is way less the game is way less dependent on that than in gran turismo right for
2: people it's for people who want to play games and have fun (laughs) gran
0: Gran turismo is like hey i'm that guy that only plays gran turismo and i don't need any other game ever like that's that's what i feel like gran turismo is and like you know it's the first entry on ps4 people are excited it's you know if you have psvr you've got the vr component to it like it's got a lot i mean it's got a lot of stuff in it it's got like 600 cars or something ridiculous like i don't even know there are that many cars on the planet but apparently there's over 600 cars uh like i think they're introducing motorcycles this year uh i don't know there's there's a lot going on with gran turismo but anyway, sorry sorry i'd continue
1: Oh no, no, that's that's good. Um, so, uh, what I'm asking you guys: uh, Did you think it's good that Microsoft pushed this stuff to 2018? Um, yeah. You know, they got like I mentioned earlier, they got Xbox One X getting that getting that re- ready. Um, Sony, we still ready for a PlayStation experience to announce some things, but a lot of like their E3 presentation was for next year. Yeah. Um, we know Nintendo is just pretty much got this whole holiday. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can't.
0: The <laughs> if they, if Nintendo can get units on the on the on the shelves, like the Switch is going to be the best selling console for the rest of the year. Like, I'm sorry. Like I I understand Xbox is launching a new console, and like like Jesse said earlier, like you know maybe pushing Crackdown was a good thing because they want to make sure they get all the 4K updates for their games and and really. Make sure their back catalog works well on the system before they start putting new games on it. Uh, you know, th- focusing on that, I think, uh, is good. But also, I think Microsoft might be taking some notes from Sony and saying, hey, to sell boxes in the fall, we don't really need <laughs> that first party support because third parties. always flood the fall in that way the spring can be the the period for our first party games where there's not really any third party games coming out you know uh it worked for horizon you know it worked for zelda obviously having that spring release so i think i think microsoft is learning as they go and i think they're making some smart decisions right now i'm i'm you know, we we talk about how worried we are about their first party catalog, but I think they are heading in the right direction. You know, it's gonna, it's not gonna happen overnight. You know, what are we gonna be talking about six months from now, a year from now, right. two years from now? Like, I mean, I I just want to put that in perspective. You know, on and I know on a couple of our other shows, we sometimes we come off a little bit negative about Xbox. Uh, you know, there, there's things that you know. They are struggling with right now and that's you know phil spencer can't move a fleet of ships by himself you know it's it's going to take time it's going to take the resources it's going to take you know canceling games that people are looking forward to you know it's going to take good scale bound it's going to hurt some fans you know scale bound if it's not a quality game like i i respect microsoft's decision to cancel games that they don't feel are going to be quality like that's part of moving in a new direction you know shutting down projects canceling projects forming new studios to create games you know if that's part of their strategy to write the ship and this is the next step hey we're putting out a new box uh it's going to compete with the ps4 pro it's going to produce uh 4k true 4k uh you know that's the next step moving in hdr and you know delaying our flagship fall game into the spring with our already strong spring lineup with sea of thieves and uh state of decay 2. now we got crackdown leading the way and then you got this trio of awesome games coming in the spring for a box like that's a good next step you know that is a strong yeah. next step and i respect xbox for doing that you know so well
2: no. And I think one one nice thing about this you know, like them kind of just holding off on some of these first party is you've you've also got to remember that that Microsoft has to build their uh, third party base back up again because a lot of people left. Mm-hmm. and so with the new the new hardware coming out. It's going to give these these third-party people a chance to kind of step into the spotlight a little bit. And Microsoft can kind of give them a push a little bit and say, you know, hey, we've got this new hardware. If you're interested in coming back to, to Xbox you know, now would be a good time because you guys will have all the spotlight right now because we're, you know, we're kind of working on our things and, and, you know, enough information is out about them, you know, for people right now. And we got things to deal with. So, you know, why don't you come on in and, and, uh, you know, you'll get your spotlight. And I think this is a perfect time for them to kind of just push all the other people that, you know that are going to be making stuff and bringing it to them and and not you know heavily just on what they're doing right and kind of push all these other projects so right i think it's a you know it's kind of just a nice time for for them to kind of make good on on the bad that was done in the past with the third party and stuff yeah. and the, well, you know
1: well i, th- I think Third party hasn't been a problem with Microsoft.
2: Uh, um, I mean, more like the like oh, the small developers
0: and small stuff diverse, you know, like
1: the, Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I, I. oh I, sorry go ahead, go sorry ahead. Ed before before we we s- s- move on like I, I I think Microsoft's next step after this spring and like it, I mean they need to get the wheels turning now but like they have a really strong library, uh, or. A, a strong portfolio of ip you know you got you have fable you have banjo Kazooie, you have perfect dark you have uh all these rare titles you know you have conquer like you have a strong portfolio of ip you know you could bring out killer instinct season four or killer instinct two and like really really show something off with of that i i think you know their next step is to either a form some new teams to start working on these IP or, or you know, a second option would be to go to some of these smaller studios, some of these independent studios or, uh, you know, like Insomniac, like what what they did with uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive, you know, where they went out and got that exclusive. What if they did that with another studio for banjo what if they did that with another studio for perfect dark you know maybe they changed genres completely what if they made perfect dark a stealth action game similar to metal gear or splinter cell what if they went out what if they went out to ubisoft and said hey can can we have splinter cell as an exclusive next go around like they did with conviction you know what if they went out to to way forward or yacht club and said hey Make us a 2D Battletoads game, like a platformer or like a... Not that anybody wants another Battletoads game, but like, you know, what if they did something like that? I think that's their next move. You know, what if what if Rare's second team, that, that Rare's team that's not working on Sea of Thieves, what if their live team, like they have their separate live team to keep Sea of Thieves going, what if they said, hey, why don't you make the next Fable game? You know they they've got the art style down they've got the the british sense of humor they they know how yes. to write funny games like what if rare made fable ne- the next fable you know it's they have so I many that would be awesome they have <laughs> yeah i do too like i if anybody's gonna make a fable game that's not named Lionhead, it's gonna be rare like i feel like rare could handle that really well yeah,
1: yeah. And where has that Nintendo experience? So they can plug in what yeah. they learn from Nintendo. Nintendo is known for hilarity with their comedy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just look at look at the writing of Marjor Mar- the Mario and Luigi games and stuff, and look mm-hmm. at how Donkey Kong is. Like they have that experience. I agree with you, Corey. I, I would play it also.
0: I mean, look at I mean yeah. look at I mean even look at Banjo Kazooie. Like that game. Look at the writing in that game. That game's funny and most sometimes, <laughs> you know. Like I. I just think there's so much. I think there's so many IP right now at Microsoft. I don't want to say it's being wasted. I just feel like they don't know what to do with it. And I think maybe that's their next stop, a step is to say, hey, what IP works the best for us? And I know like, they want to push new IP. I know new IP is important to building a portfolio. But you have that whole portfolio of rare ip alone that people love the nostalgia for like people are already talking about if nintendo and microsoft are going to make a deal to get some of those rare games on an n64 classic potentially like the nostalgia there you can mix yes. nostalgia and new ip like that's how nintendo works that's you look at nintendo they have solid old ip that they've been running on for 30 35 years at this point But then you see Splatoon come out of nowhere uh, last generation. You see Pikmin come out the GameCube generation. Like, you see them experimenting with new IP. And, like, you know, you look at Sony where they have IP that they've been using for a long time. You know, Uncharted is two generations old at this point. Infamous, The Last of Us. But then you see them come out this year with Horizon. You know, you see what they're doing to God of War. Like, they're changing IP. Like I said, Microsoft should do something with Perfect Dark change that change the ip into a different genre like i don't know man there's just so many things they could they could do and like they just need to to like just move in that direction ah i'm just getting excited thinking about all these things
2: well see yeah see that's the thing is it's like uh, people for whatever reason they think because they don't see something it doesn't exist but you know like you said there's you can't you know you can't just expect to know every single thing that's going to be coming out you know i that's why i haven't really been too worried because i you know obviously they're going to be doing something do you do you seriously think that they're just sitting around twiddling their thumbs not not doing any plans or you know i i think the the problem is is we're just kind of unfortunately in a in a situation where you've got like you know like Phil Spencer has kind of been stepping up more into his position and you know, like Nintendo, all those all those other companies have basically had everything, you know, the way it is right now for a little while. So they've been able to get everything rolling and mm-hmm. do everything. Whereas Microsoft has kind of had to change directions and they're before they can start getting all that stuff out, they need to get everything together and get, you know, figure out their teams you know you can't you don't want to just throw some teams together and just say hey do this well you, you know you want to make sure you have a nice stable base and make sure everything's gonna work together well and then and you know and then I'm gu- I guarantee we're gonna see stuff in time but uh, you know it,
1: it, I, I think you Microsoft know, you know Microsoft want to f- focus on going big you know. Hanging the, the bedazzled toy up for us to be like, Ooh, shiny object! let's go get it. And they, you know, they still forgot the philosophy that video games are fun. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's something that Nintendo has already always stand by. And look how successful that made them. Whether you. New- want to consider the Wii U and all that other stuff, Nintendo focuses on fun. That's why their games are at the quality that they're at. And Microsoft, with their huge IP, with their huge list, they have developers who can't deliver that fun. You know, Corey, like you mentioned, you mentioned Rare. You know, maybe Cold, maybe the Gears of War, remember the Gears of War, big gun shooter stuff, maybe that needs to be put on hold. Maybe Halo needs to be put on hold oh what the world was that (laughs) uh I I heard something like oh what the the world um (laughs) maybe like maybe those games need to like be held back and they need to make some games uh that's gonna focus on fun you know and I think Microsoft can do stuff like that um Maybe they need to do some more IPs. Maybe Record needs to be revisited, and a part two is given. Find some new indie de- indie developers. Maybe actually find more second-party developers, and and hire them to make some of the games. And don't just, I think don't just look at it and leave. I think they need to look at it, get some developers from different teams. Onto to their project and help the second party and see how um, and see if they can reach a high quality of fun that's gonna that's gonna be able to be marketed well. you know Marcus, Microsoft is Microsoft is trying to do uh, trying to beat Sony or catch up to Sony and they maybe they need to go to Nintendo, rotten, and be like, we're not even competing with you guys. We want to do our own thing, and whether you see this as a failure, we see this as success, and we're going to continue to work hard and do our own thing. And if game, if adult gamers don't get it, those who do support us and and stand by us, they will get it.
2: Well and I actually feel like Microsoft has kind of almost gone that route. You know, mm-hmm. just with the you know, the way Phil Spencer is with things where I mean they're always gonna be competing with Sony, you know, that's just you know, this title that they basically have now. But I, right. I feel I feel like they're they're kinda trying to just worry about getting their stuff situated and not really really worrying about what, what uh what they're doing the only you know thing that they've really done with Sony you know is just basically trying to get the whole cross platform stuff to try to see if they'll you know let that happen but but I feel like they're just trying to worry about themselves and get the stuff together first and I don't I just don't feel like they have that attitude of oh we gotta beat Sony you know they're just kind of need to get something started first before they can worry about that
1: well, it feels like that Microsoft is willing to work more with Nintendo this yeah. than working with Sony. And if a Nintendo-Microsoft relationship grows into more than what it what it is, I'm not saying it's a partnership or anything will come out of it. I think Microsoft would be, Microsoft would be put in a better position. And that would bring major concern to Sony. Yeah. So when so so when you look at these delay games in the two thousand eighteen, if I always say if they got a, a Nintendo esque design and kind of place in them, you will get some kind of enjoyment out of it. Like if Crackdown yeah. Three it plays like Crackdown One and it feels like a Nintendo game, like it's making you laugh. It's like they're doing cool new things. Um, the comedy is good, and it makes you want to talk about it, and it makes you feel like that. Yeah, you really need to own the Xbox One with this, because that little spark of Nintendo is somehow hidden in that game. That would do wonders for Microsoft. Like I yeah. said on Nintendo, like I said on Nintendo, pro with the Splatoon thing, with the online fun- functionality, they need to go talk to Microsoft. Microsoft yeah. know how to get an online experience good to go, and that could and those two could build something from that. I mean, they're still in competition. And that's all. Yeah. But hey, y'all, Microsoft is working with Nintendo for Crossplay for Minecraft. Nintendo, go talk to Microsoft on getting your online stuff, because if Nintendo and Microsoft are doing good business with each other, that's gonna put Sony in a bad position.
2: Well, and I think the thing is, is is what what exactly would Xbox learn from Sony? I mean, Xbox was in the position that Sony is in right now and how did that work out for them? It didn't. It's it's gotten them to where they are now. So the you know, like Nintendo has always had a pretty positive, you know, at least for the most part, they've been pretty positive, you know. And they they can learn more from Nintendo than they can from Sony because Xbox is Microsoft has been there before and it didn't work out for them. So yeah, they're I think they're gonna they got to try something different then. And if the, it means going the Nintendo route of it, well, you know, so be it. But
1: yeah, right, yeah. Well, so. But we actually shall see in two thousand eighteen. Um, could there be a repeat of two thousand seventeen, where like half of the year it's literally been nothing but Game of the Year nominations? I like, think
0: I think twenty eighteen is going to be strong for for Xbox. Like if you're like I I know we already kind of have a roadmap for for PlayStation and Nintendo for for PS four and Switch. You know like. Nintendo's got a big game coming out for the next, like, eight or nine months. And then, you know, they've got rumors of, of <laughs> you know, Platinum, t- we're showing off more stuff today. Like, did you see that? Did you see Platinum's thing today? They all... Uh, no. All Platinum's Twitter account, it had uh, a picture of a Switch dock and it said things are happening. And then another one had... The switch dog faced the other way and says things are definitely happening with a with a winky emoticon and i'm like don't do this to me and like they it they changed their twitter icon to uh bayonetta <laughs> instead of like the p with the star their their twitter mm-hmm. icon is, is bayonetta now so like now it's just like come on you, you gotta stop but like I think Xbox is going to have a strong 2018. I think, you know, we could get some sort of. You know, we we already have their strong spring lineup. You know, their fall lineup's probably going to be super strong too. Uh, Halo is about due. You know, if they're running their three-year cycle, you know, Halo Six or maybe a Halo Five expansion or spin-off game. Maybe Xbox will take a couple cues from PlayStation where they release. A thirty or forty dollar standalone experience, you know, similar to what ODST was to Halo three, you know.
1: Uh Yeah. I I would love for Microsoft to have a double A line. I would love to see more games like we four. Like
0: if they wanna if they wanna boost in world build like gears and Halo, which is which are their arguably their two biggest IP right now, and you're Mm -hmm. not doing anything with Fable and like you could have a forty-dollar line of like, hey, here's a Halo single-player experience uh, for forty bucks, and it comes with Halo Five's multiplayer suite, similar to what Uncharted's doing next week. You know, a ten to, like, you know, Uncharted's a ten-hour campaign for forty bucks. That's a that's a good deal for fans. Like, what if we got like a six or seven-hour Halo campaign? You know, a co-op campaign. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. I would I'm yeah, totally I' totally like
2: to, I'd love to see another ODSt uh, style halo game
0: oh yeah so would I like I, what like what if we got to play as blue team like with uh, While you know what if we what if we got an expansion a Halo 5 expansion that was 40 bucks and we got to play as blue team find out more about blue team where were they all these years like what if we got that backstory that oh, man that'd be yeah awesome. that would be cool that'd be awesome. So, yeah. or, or like gears, like what were Cole and Don or Cole and uh, Baird doing wh- during the events of Gears Four? Like, what were they doing? You know, what if we got to play as Cole and Baird again? Like, that'd be awesome—a forty-dollar expa- uh, standalone experience. So, yeah, I just—I so. mean, that's—I, I'm always just wishing for things, but that'd be cool. It'd be super cool.
2: Yeah, there. There's definitely yeah you got a lot of like you've said there's a lot of franchise a lot of uh, things that they have in their portfolio that they could be you know easily
0: doing stuff with so yeah yeah I just there's things they could be doing and it's it's exciting to think about and kind of frustrating sometimes to realize that some some of it's probably not happening but I I. I think Phil Spencer is doing a great job, and I wish they would just let him... I wish they would take the leash off of him a little bit, you know, and let him just do his thing, go out and do things, because he knows what he's doing. I just... Sometimes I feel like, you know, Microsoft is so much bigger than the Xbox brand, and they kind of don't understand the Xbox brand, you know? Uh, So... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for 2018 Xbox though. For real, I think Crackdown. I thought Crackdown looked good personally. I I mm-hmm. was pumped. Terry Crews hyping me up to play some Crackdown. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Terry Terry Crews is. Yeah.
2: Well, the yeah, it definitely it definitely has potential, and it, it definitely you know it's the it's got I mean it's got a good base already. It's it's a game that's been you know this will be. A new one of something that they've done before but yeah i just got to make sure that they don't rush it and make sure it's done properly and i think it should be a pretty good game
1: do you think a demo of crackdown 3 would have been better and if the negative reactions led to a delay do you guys think that um a lot of people wouldn't be so upset
2: well I don't know I like from the the video clips that I've seen like where they were playing it and stuff first off they shouldn't have had someone who's never played video games in their life uh, play the demo of it to show it off you know they had that one clip that I seen where the one girl like literally didn't she couldn't work both joysticks at the same time because she was didn't didn't know how to use both joysticks at the same time to move like, she would move one and then have to move the other one, and she would only be able to do one. She, like, never played a game in her life. Like, she didn't know how to do basic <laughs> movement. So why would you have someone like that showing off your game that, that's supposed to be a big, you know, a big game coming out for your system? I, I don't know why they did that.
1: Jesse, it's the Mega Man reaction uh, on YouTube from the Fine Brothers where they did yeah. where they were trying to learn how to play Mega Man on the NES. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like have you guys ever played a Mega I'm like oh you guys have never played a video game before yeah. you guys you you played Cradle so, comforting modern video games we haven't played a video game like Mega Man
2: <laughs> so Where, yeah to do something like that was just kind of I don't know what they were thinking when they did that but yeah, you know well, maybe, there's some things they could have avoided but
1: well, maybe I think Microsoft probably needs to do a demo week, like,
0: yeah.
1: like drop the demos and give them feedback. So, if they are on the right track or something, and they need that delay to continue that right track, then yeah, that feedback is good. If yeah. they get that feedback that that game that there, there are are serious problems but the game has potential not to outright cancel or anything then get that delay so that they can focus on that potential and fix the things that people complain about
2: well kind of do like what they're doing with sea of thieves right now there's you know there's a good chunk of people out there who've been able to play and kind of help along and you know kind of talk about it a little bit and Mm -hmm. And you know, and they've got a whole they've got a whole website or a whole YouTube channel just based on, you know, on that game and them constantly putting, you know, videos up the, up on there of gameplay and and doing in-depth talk behind the scenes of you know like what what the developers are doing and you know like all that stuff. I think that's that's what they need to do a little bit more maybe for that game too. Is as it's going along let people play it let them you know say hey i'd rather you be able to do this or do that in this game and you know and and just kind of you know inform people about stuff because that's i think microsoft's big problem right now is is the lack of information about stuff
1: yes so um so last final words before we close out on the show um we got crackdown. We got some really good games coming in two thousand eighteen. We haven't really spoke about the indie games because we don't have a release date for those indie games for this holiday and for this fall. Um, what is there any other game that you guys think will be delayed till two thousand eighteen? And if it does, if it you know if it does meet it, is this the the not final nail in the coffin for Microsoft's holiday list, but if one of one more game gets delayed, um, is this going to be a huge problem? Is there going to be like more complaining, or are people just going to give up?
2: I don't. I don't honestly think that any of the uh, what's left right now that they have coming out is going to get delayed. Because like I feel like honestly. Um, uh, what's it like cuphead i think is probably basically done yeah you know that's i mean there there's not much state of decay too i've i have a feeling they've been working on for a long time yeah so i i think if it was gonna be delayed we would already have known by now any of those the you know the stuff that's coming out so i don't i don't think we're gonna have to worry about that too much
1: because yeah, I know uh, Prayer Unknown that that cannot get delayed. Well, it I know, that I'd, game that I game's not
0: going to get delayed because it technically doesn't have a release date yet. It's just the yeah. uh
1: preview, early access. Yeah, yeah the early but access. I, I thought stuff. they I thought they said it was November seventh when the Xbox One. Well, yeah, well, company. that's
0: when that's coming to early the Xbox preview program. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's technically not going to so, be yeah. out.
1: Because it'll be out when the when the PC version finally is out, I believe. Yeah. yeah, But but that being delayed as in that preview, uh, like that preview coming out, like if they delay that to next year, um, then they would have to delay to the PC version also, because if they release the full version for PC and Xbox One X version is not out, that's a problem, and well. Uh, and, the, and Mark, well Microsoft is helping uh blue hole uh, to get that pre to get that early access game running on Xbox one so uh, well, it's just... a
2: game I was gonna just say I think though that the game is done done enough that that you know like them basically just putting like they're doing right now it, in a way I feel like that's almost how uh siege kind of kind of like in in its own way was in a preview program I mean you were buying the full game uh-huh. but they've been doing so much updating on that game and smoothing it over for how long now since it's came out and and I feel like they could probably do that with battle battle uh, the uh, player unknown or whatever yeah. because it's it's done enough that so many people are enjoying it it's a big game even though it's technically not completely done it has you know everything that's basically going to be what you do in the game in it already it's just a a matter of polishing everything so I honestly I don't think you know that there's too much to worry about that either I mean people have been enjoying it a lot the way it is now and it's like one of the biggest games on PC
1: (laughs) all right so So, yeah we will leave it out there so Corey, i'm going to turn it back over to you
0: oh man yeah uh yeah this is (laughs) i'm 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 sorry guys we i feel like i have to apologize to the audience like i have been working all weekend and we have Record this show on Sunday nights now to because, you know, Jesse's on the show now and this is this is when we record and like the last couple weekends, man, I've just been working like nonstop. And by the time we record this show and like we've already recorded a show tonight, Ed, and like I might sound a little bit out of it and I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, this Arsenal X is is NGR's Xbox show comes out every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on on iTunes, Google Play, Shout Engine, working on Stitcher for all of our uh, subsidiary shows. Uh, Stitcher allows you to ha- post multiple shows to one account now, which is really nice. So, uh, nice. Pal Block's already up there. I'm working on getting NGP and Arsenalics up there. Uh, yeah, you can find find all of our shows every day at 10 a.m. PowBlock NGP NGR Ward One One Nintendo Power Block again, uh, man, yeah, Ed, where can we find you on the internet?
1: Yes, everybody, you can find me at uh at that. At that retro code on Twitter. You can hear my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, the Anonymous Radio Network. poppingcom Also, check out NGR Radio. There's some optional opinion episodes that you guys could uh, check out. Uh, my latest episode, Overrated, Underrated. Overrated, underrated, any way you want to say it, it's just a game. So, if you know how the facts of life go, that's why it sounds like that. Uh, so, do check that out. That's the latest episode. Um, you can also check out Optional Opinion on IGN.com under Anime, E N I M E. Check out SkirmishFrogs.com for my series, The Moment, where I talk about retro video games and how they apply to my life. Uh, check out NGRRadio.com, where I have a lot of writings writing up there. Um I got a new blog up so you guys can also check that out. And um you can check out my Twitch page, the Lyrical one, for my Let's Learn series. Yeah, and it's a, yeah, and I'm on the Nintendo Power Block and Arsenal X. So you guys can check me out there. Awesome.
0: Yes. Uh before I let Jesse plug his stuff, uh one last thing. Next week's show, if you watch us on YouTube, next week's show is gonna be an audio only show. Uh, but the audio will go up in some form on YouTube. I uh, Just want to give everybody a heads up that you will not see our faces, but you will see—or I guess you will—you'll see the show. Just you won't see us. So, Jesse, you hear
1: the—you hear the voices of me and Jesse. Man. Yeah. Yes. Anyways,
0: Jesse, where can we find you on the? inner space
2: the inner webs
0: (laughs) yeah you can find me in the
2: uh, NGR community so
1: and then I I, that's it (laughs) yes and um, if you guys want to frame me on Xbox um, live uh, you can frame me at the Lyrical one Um, I'm ready to play games with you guys and have discussions with you because I want to know what you guys also think about Xbox and other stuff about video games
0: yeah uh, you can find me on Instagram at Corey and HD and on Twitch at Corey and HD. Someone on another show convinced me to change my Twitter handle to Corey and UHD, so you can find me on Twitter there. Uh, you can find me on NGR Radio every Monday at 10 a.m. Check out our website, NGRRadio.com. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Download all of our shows on your podcast service of choice uh i'm working on getting it other places uh spotify now has a podcast thing depending on how many viewers and listeners you get so we might be on spotify soon so i'm excited for that uh anyways this has been arsenal x Downloaded every wednesday at 10 a.m and until next week we love you
1: bye everybody bye. sorry sorry i'm tired <laughs>